Hey, are you hungry? What? Are you hungry? For for what? I don't know. Do you want like a Pez? I will take a Pez. Sweet. Okay, because that's all I have on this. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> all I. It's ha- all I have on this. Uh, this this moon or this 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 foreign alien planet that I uh landed on. Unfortunately, all I have is Pez. Okay, this was stupid. I thought I had an intro. Welcome, you you people of the universe. Uh, this is episode zero of Terracon Primetime, and I'm your host, Jeremy, and this is my other host. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm the other host. Wonderful. <laughs> and Josh, what are we talking about on this? Well, Jeremy, today we're going to be talking about the pilot that became the show, Final Space. Oh, is that what this podcast is about? Yes. Is this a Final Space podcast? This is a Final Space podcast. Oh my gosh. Here we are. We're doing it. We're doing a Final Space podcast. So I want you to say Final Space one more time. Final Space. Okay. You didn't have to get weird with it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't watch the episode again. You didn't watch the pilot of the pilot. What's the pilot of the pilot, Jeremy? Okay, well, the pilot of the pilot is called Gary Space. And Gary Space is created by this this gentleman on the internet uh, called Olin Rogers. Might have heard of him. And you might have heard of him. He is a YouTube creator. Uh, he's been around for almost a decade, if not longer, under various capacities, uh, whether a part of his trio uh, balloon shop with his friends Joshua Persley and Thomas Gore, or as a solo act, Olin Rogers, uh, he honestly, what what doesn't this man do at this point? He does sketch comedy. He has a TV show. He owns a business. You know, what can't this man do? Take a break. Well. We'll get into that later. He's a very hardworking guy. He's a very hardworking man, isn't he? Let me just... Yes. Let me just... Not that I don't have the video up right now, but let's just say if I did. (laughs) So what is... What is Gary Space? Gary Space. Episode one. Of one. There was never another... (laughs) There was never another Gary Space, unfortunately. Man, it's a shame we'll never see the adventures of Gary after that. They'll never be shown. Yeah, no. Never, ever, ever, ever. Published May 4th, 2010. First cartoon he ever made. Give it a chance. It's just like with every cartoon, they get better with time. This is purely for fun and nothing more. This is episode one and a 10-part cartoon I'm making for fun. I always wanted to make a cartoon since I was a kid. Well, Olin, if only you knew. If only you knew how well Gary Space would do. Nine years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. This thing is almost a decade old. And um, I just... It's so nostalgic for me because I remember watching this. I, I, I remember, like, just... Because I'm so used to Olin from his, you know, sketch comedy 
and like being a, a an on-screen personality that to have it be that you know one of his earliest videos ever he released five youtube videos before he released gary space that's such a deep cut for him i mean almost a decade ago like this is the deepest of deep cuts at this point for a first animation compared to like what i made in college this is arguably a lot better there's there's heart to it you could see that there's some passion in it but it's it's almost like uh it's almost like South Park in the sense that it's just kind of just like a static image sort of hopping around on screen. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It's very it's very definitely like handmade. You can see him drawing all of that out. Oh, for sure. In topic markers and everything. Dan Brown or Olin, whoever drew this, I believe it was Dan, uh, can definitely draw better than me. So I'll, 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 I'll give it props. But now that I'm... I've rewatched it again and I have it up for reference. I honestly forgot just like his first like impersonation as Gary Space. <laughs> like this this machismo like come in the star command come in. You know, I've seen some weird things on this alien planet. Oh man, what is this thing? I'm going to offer it a pez. <laughs> I'm so glad he steered clear of that, but it's just, it's got its charm to it. Come in, Space Commander. Let's explore. <laughs> you know, like, it's, like, it's funny. I will give it that. It's funny. Like, I, it makes me chuckle every time, because it's just imagining some dude in outer space just being like, Hey, come in, Stark Command. Yeah, I need, I need backup, Stark Command. Nobody is going to be talking like this. I'm so glad he discovered, like, hey, you know what? I can just use my regular voice as the character. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. You know, I, I'm just trying to give some, some very thoughtful, very focused critiques. <laughs> let's, let's discuss some other things about this. Gary's design. I mean, clearly he's improved a lot because this is red and blue you could see the beginnings of it you can see the beginnings of it it's very very basic and like even looking at it now like the first frame of this animation like i can see on the rocket ship the very like first prototype infinity guard logo like just yep. the planet with the two rings and like i hadn't really thought about that until exactly now so now i'm like oh well here we go this is the origin of the origin story. It might be a little bit of a stretch, but the craft looks like a really basic version of the the Hawks. Oh, for the sure. The Hawks that you see in the Galaxy One. And 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 even Mooncake, like just this this round lump of gelatinous, you know, space matter. Green dreadlocks. Yeah, green dreadlocks. You know, and <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Is it hair? I'm going to assume that it's some sort of fleshy thing. Fleshy jiggly bits. Yeah, or it's just, no, he definitely has eyebrows. Maybe it's just, you know, a, a very, it's a comb over. It's, it's, it's the alien version of a comb over. There we go. And that's what I love about Olin is that like, like backstory, I guess, you know, like refreshing my mind about like 
what I loved about Olin. I watched his last scene, uh, New Prime and Pop Rocket series today. And those are so packed of like self-referential, like they're, they're a contained story. They all like, while they might not necessarily, you know, have exact starts and endpoints, they use the same characters, they're referential to each other. Like, and that's what I love is that like, even, even in this, like, you know, since it is the pilot, I guess before the pilot, it's the, it's the (laughs) pre-pilot. There's got to be a more glamorous way of saying that. You could call it the proto-pilot. The proto-pilot. Yes, the proto-pilot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I now that I'm watching it again, I, I'm definitely like, I can remember seeing this the first time, and I was just like, what is this? Like, I remember thinking, like, this is so strange. Why is Olin doing this? Like... It just seemed it seemed so foreign. I'm just like I came here for like the sketch comedy, I came here for the storytelling, and this is this is something else. What are you doing here, Olin? <laughs> and like to 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 have you know so many years later the pilot and be like, oh, this is what he was going for. Oh, I can get behind this. I like this. But this this deep cut of Gary Space, you know, it, <laughs> it definitely threw me for a loop. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just didn't catch on at first. I'm like, this is, this is weird. I don't get it. I'm just watching him slowly go up to eat the Pez. Just sliding over to the right. Yeah, it's, and like, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like very i don't want to say you know like child's first animation but because there's still there's still love in it like the fact that he was even able to put you know like a smoke trail for his you know craft in the background like that shows like an attention to detail which is is great but also the fact that (laughs) and i'm hearing it right now that his his early sense of humor was very just repetition, it seemed like. So, like, you know, I'm going to give it a verbal command. Cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and just repeating cheese over and over again. Like, and that's what I was saying, like, rewatching Pop Rocket and uh, the last scene. Like, a lot of the humor was just, I'm going to say this over and over again until it's funny. And at some point, I would argue that it, it 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 didn't really become funny. It was it, it was more so like you say the same word over and over and it just sort of loses its value almost. Like this word doesn't mean what I think it means anymore. It's just sort of a sound that you're saying and it's lost all intention. <laughs> but him just going chase chase and there's no response. I don't know. I, I definitely could not have made anything like this. I don't have a shred of, of creativity like this in my body. So the fact that he was able to do this, and it still has, it almost has 200,000 views for a deep cut, which is, which is cool. It's at like 170, 170,000 views right now, which means people have come back to watch this. Some people, well, I I didn't know anything about this until after having 
watched the series. So to go back and to see kind of where this all originated from, it's kind of mind blowing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the interesting part is you were a fan of just the show at first, right? Right, because you, you've been a fan of Olin for years, and then you've seen it all sort of evolve into Final Space as it is today, but I started from the show. Oh, yeah. And then went back to watching some of the earlier stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I, I'm so used to, and I'll, and I'll get into this later, but like, I was so used to just like the sketch comedy that to see this journey from like very humble YouTube creator to having a show on television was just so cool to see. And the evolution of, of that to go from the Tennessee wonder child into the Hollywood wonder child. (laughs) No, but he's still very much in Tennessee. Yep. And so, and that's the thing is that like having rewatched this again, I don't really think there's much like reference to like other source material of his. I think it's just more so like like this was the original concept, like the mm-hmm. OG concept. And then from there, like once he's built up like his humor over the years, like that's when we finally get into some of the self-referential and like the deep cuts that we all know and love now. But like I said, you can like for me hearing a lot of the, the show's humor, I'm like, Oh, I recognize that. I know exactly what video that is from versus you. You would probably just like, that was funny. What's that from? Yeah. <laughs> is that from something? <laughs> is that, is that a reference to something? Has he said it before? Oh yeah. Like um I didn't realize where the phrase sweet grandor's glove came from. <laughs> and now yep. I do. <laughs> yep. So listeners of Terracon Primetime, make sure to go to the Final Space Discord page and uh come hang out with us. Check the link in the description below to join the Final Space Discord server. There we go. J- Josh did it for me instead. Cool. Sorry. Thanks for taking my <laughs> Thanks for taking my job. Jeez. On to the next subject. Final Space Bracketed Cartoon Pilot published by Olin Rogers on April 5th, 2016. Description. Thanks all for the support. TBS pick this up. The TV show of Final Space comes out in early 2018. I can't wait for 2018. We're in the past my friend we're looking at something in the past we are we have we've entered the temporal worm now this this is where everything starts to like get into shape oh for sure and that's that's the that's the great part about this is like i was saying is i'm very much a youtube person like i grew up on youtube and so i know a lot of the people already in this video the only the only person i did not know in this video was actually well i guess i already knew cody i already knew cody from pop rocket but i didn't make the connection that he was avocado before like reading you know the title card at the end anyways so this had pretty much 
all of my favorites. It had Olin, it had Mitchell Davis, it had Jake Sigwell, and then a new favorite would be Cody Galloway. But that's what I'm saying. It's like having watched a lot of Olin's stuff, I had known for like the longest time that, you know, he had done these, you know, rolling with Olin's with Jake. I knew that he did Pop Rocket with Jake and Thomas and Mitchell and Cody. I knew that he went on the Eat a Slice tour. Like I, I, I knew all of these sort of like background, you know, like source material mm-hmm. and to have it culminate into this, a cartoon pilot that eventually got picked up by TBS. I was like, at least for me, I can remember thinking like, oh man, I hope like everyone comes along for the ride. And currently the only person that didn't get in was Mitchell, unfortunately. And I was a big fan of Mitchell too. Um, Mitchell Davis from the YouTube channel Live Lava Live. But just just seeing this pilot was was so cool. Like, like even in its infancy, it was it was well animated for the time. It was well voiced, and I really liked the concept. I was just like, you know, what? I could I could live in this world. I could I could see myself watching a TV show about this, and so that was the interesting thing is that like just knowing that it was a pilot, I was like, oh, that kind of means that he's probably going to be like shopping it around, like pitching it to different like, studios yeah exactly and then like a year later it happened which is crazy well at least let's see so that was what april 5th and the next video where he finally updates us about it was a lovely if my internet would load december 2nd okay so only eight months later Wow. To go, yeah. That is super quick. To go from a pilot to being picked up by TBS in eight months is crazy. I can't even imagine what Olin was feeling. Like, that's... And, like, I can remember, like, just being, like, so proud at the time. Because, like I said, I've watched a lot of YouTube. And so, like, to see... At least for me, like, you know, there was like Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart and uh, Mitchell Davis of Live Lava Live. Like, all these other channels, and especially when YouTube definitely got sort of big back in the day, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if YouTube Red was out yet, but I do remember, you know, there was this sort of, you know, people were starting to transition into sort of more like long form like series binge worthy content yeah exactly and so like like the behemoth that was youtube was really taking form back then and i'm not like any sort of historian or anything but i sort of remember this happening and so like i could just remember like olin had yet to reach like a million subscribers i think like back then in 2016 he was maybe at I don't know, maybe like half a million, maybe 700,000. Like it, it, it could have been any, like I feel like I can kind of remember when his channel was at like 100,000 followers to, you know, gradually picking up more and more. And like I had seen 
you know, like Mamrie and 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 Grace already like hit a million subscribers. I can remember thinking like, I want Olin to be there someday. Like I want him to find his own success, but like, not like YouTube. Like I want him to like I want him to reach a million followers, but like, I want him to stay the same because there there is a certain level of like oh depending on who the creator is some people still stay you know humble some people let their you know inflated ego get to their heads some people you know change you know now that they have sponsors and advertisers and things like that you know book deals and and stuff like that and what attracted me to olin so much was that like he really just did his own thing like he made the soda parlor and like went through like two different stores if i remember correctly like the, the first venue got like too small for its britches and they had to move like shop and like he had he had an apparel company that he ran and still runs still runs yeah yeah still runs and and so like the fact that he was sort of like doing his own thing i was just like this is so cool and then he pitches a cartoon pilot and like Oh, 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 that's what I really remember. Yeah, okay. That's what I remember is that, like, the fact that he was able to pitch this to a national channel, TBS, and, and, and other channels and get picked up by TBS. Whereas, like, you know, Miranda Sings went to, like, Netflix, you know, like, to me, that just sort of seemed like, oh, well, you know, it's Netflix. They're kind of, you know, they're trying to do their own thing. So, you know, and YouTube Red, I think, was just like starting up. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for YouTube Red. I'm not going to watch this thing on, you know, like Netflix. But for whatever reason, and, you know, maybe it was like bias, but I was just like, Olin got a TV show on national television. And I'm going to make sure that I watch this thing because that is the most, because like being like an avid watcher of YouTuber and kind of wanting to get into YouTube, but also like, you know, just not really wanting to tread those waters, like wanting to get into the film and entertainment industry to see arguably, you know, one of my favorite YouTube creators kind of break out of that and get into national television. I'm like, holy cow, he did it. Like this dude, like sort of left, you know, the internet and got onto TV like, that's cool. I want to support that. And so, like, we haven't even talked about the pilot yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a pilot. Yeah, there's a pilot. Yeah, excuse my little Olin Rogers, you know, tangent. So the reason why I really like this so much is because, one, it was Olin Rogers. Two, I knew about New Form um, mm -hmm. from a lot of other YouTube creators, too, and so to see sort of, you know, him get funding from that and have Mitchell Davis in it and just knowing that, you know, this this sort of had like a, a broader scope, you know, this mm -hmm. is going to be like a little bit more professional in a sense that like now Olin had, I'm assuming, and I, I don't know if I have, you know, credible claim for this, but I would assume that he got, you know, some sort of funding from new form to actually sort of make this and that's why they were attached to it and that's why i believe they're still attached to it to this day mm -hmm. final space so what they did with the pilot is what they what olin does best he draws people in because he makes you want to see more of it oh yeah 
definitely by the end of it. Yeah. So that, that that's what I really loved about him is that he already had like a very engaging way of telling stories. Some of the, the classics like a ghost in the stalls or a bad apple or anything like that. Like he, he can just tell a story and keep you engaged. Just his his mannerisms, his his like his tangents of where he's going with the story and just the way he says things like he he's a genuinely funny dude and then to take that throw it into a a cartoon and having him build this world of you know we lost earth i lost many people along the way and now i'm going to not exactly exact my revenge but i'm going to make things right was just it was really cool I'm literally going to defy time yeah. to go back and fix what I screwed up. Exactly. And so knowing what we know now is is kind of, you know, I wish I could watch this again with, you know, sort of a fresh pair of eyes and fall in love with it all over again. The Final Space cartoon pilot is obviously a huge improvement from Gary Space. Let's just start off with that. Uh, yeah, from- they had an entire studio to work on this thing. Yeah, exactly. So just from animation to proof of concept to story to sound to everything, much improved. Mm-hmm. Much, 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 much improved. Everything like, just feels sleeker and very professional. Exactly. And, and even just seeing the, like the, the pilot characters and the ship designs and, 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 and things like that, like it already felt so lived in. And like even even what thirty seconds in, like seeing a destroyed ship and seeing a hand with a gun cut off, you know, like we're already seeing like this is going to be sort of a violent universe, versus you didn't really get that from Gary Space because it was just come in Stark Command, you know, it was just it was just some silly, but this. This was real. This was this was intentional. This was this was serious. It's a dual thing because you have the evidence of violence, the debris floating through the air, the corpses, the disembodied hand with a gun. But it's so quiet and it's got this really, really haunting score as you slowly going through the wreck of the ship. And it mm-hmm. just feels so it, it it's great. It's emotional mm-hmm. done by the the very lovely very talented jake sidwell who was also the, the 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 proto voice of hugh it's 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 interesting to like you know hear this first orchestral score and hear hugh and just how it's sort of this you know monotone 2001 a space odyssey uh how you know just like i'm afraid i can't do that dave like, it's it's cool. I feel like that's going to be most of my critique. It's just, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. My thing it's will cool, be, cool, cool. Oh, my God. Look at all of these sci-fi references. Gary got a freaking glow up in this pilot. Let me just say that. <laughs> he's, still, he's still red and purple, like in, like in Gary's face. But yeah, you he's can already kind of see where the design's going. It's a little more complicated this time. Again, you see you see the Infinity Guard uh, logo. Now it's emblazoned on his chest. He already has the robot arm for 
some explicable reason yeah, isn't explained impressive. in this. Yeah. Isn't explained in this, but he already has the robot arm. He's a little worse for wear. And he's already got avocado. And he's already got avocado. Avocado's got a different design. Gary's got a different hair design. He's also dead. He's, <laughs> to anyone who has not uh, seen the show, spoiler, <laughs> I guess. But we're just going to assume that you've already seen the show. You're listening to a Final Space podcast. We assume you've seen at least season one, if not starting season two. Or in the middle of season two. We're just going to assume that you've already seen Final Space, because this is Terracon primetime. You know, gotta plug the show whenever you can, my friend. We're a show! (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's very atmospheric, the whole score... And Gary talking to Hugh while the corpses of his friends lay around him. Well, I mean, technically, I don't. I we only see Avocado, which we can assume is a friend, and then we have Kevin, who I would assume is not a friend. Ah, nope. Kevin, Kevin is still in pilot form, a jerk. Nobody liked Kevin. Ah, uh, and then Lord Commander. I remember loving this voice for him, especially because just, again, it's his humor. It's Olin's humor, just sort of... Who voiced him in the pilot? Uh, Olin. Oh, Olin did the Lord Commander voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot. And that's why I love the Lord Commander in this version, is because he was a a bit more pathetic. Mm -hmm. Like, he was a bit more, like, he had, you know, dimwit... You know, henchmen. Release! Release! The I can't victory do balloons! <laughs> Just, he was, seemed a little more like helpless almost, which made it more like comical. Like, it seemed more serious with Gary, and then you would have just the comedic break was actually going to be the Lord Commander and just his failures along the way. He looks like a really pale grape. He is a very pale grape. So at least in this pilot, there's really no, you know, inclination that he has any sort of powers. You know, he doesn't have any sort of powers. Yeah, I noticed that. He's walking around. He's not strangling people with his telekinesis and his eyes aren't glowing. Yeah, exactly. And and he still, he still managed to, in this pilot, we see the Lord Commander get a hold of Mooncake as we now know and love him. Um, but instead of ripping a hole in space-time, you know, the fabric of space-time, he just destroys the Earth, which is a little different. Which is totally a Death Star move. Yeah, exactly. You're using a small, innocent alien to blow up the Earth. How dare you? I wonder why he wanted to destroy the Earth at the beginning. I know. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, like, what is, what is he gaining out of this? Was Earth in the way of something? Did he want to build a, a, a parking lot there? Was that a reference to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, my friend? Maybe. I'll approve it. I'll let, I'll let it. I'll let it happen. But yeah, Lord Commander freaking destroys Earth. Earth is gone. The Earth is lost. And Quinn is Quinn gone. Quinn is gone. Quinn hair gone. Quinn, everything gone. Gary is much different. He's got a more well-thought-out uniform. 
ladies and gentlemen, he has a face, and he's blonde. He has a face, and he is blonde. I find it surprising that he already has the robot arm, because, like, that sort of already sets up, like, a, like, a, okay, he's already been through some traumatic events in his, in his lifetime, where he has a robot arm, but what, how did he lose it? How did he lose it this time? Yeah, exactly. How did he lose it this time? Well, maybe it's one of those constant things where, you know, Gary has a robot arm, Avocado's dead, and everybody died. So multiple timelines, are you saying? I'm saying maybe multiple timelines. Do you think, on, on the subject of timelines, since at the end of the episode, Gary goes into a temporal worm, do you think that this is technically a canon episode? I think that it could be. It could be a way to just set up the series when it starts all over again. <laughs> Siri, what the hell? <laughs> I was about to say, I definitely heard that. <laughs> In this pilot, it says, you know, you'll retain no memories of it, which is interesting because I think that does set it up as, as, it, as it could be canon, you know, but... At the same time, it's like because of the redesigns and stuff like that from the pilot to the episode is like, okay, is the time worm just dealing with time or is it dealing with multiple universes? Like it can connect to a different universe sort of thing. Because I think that opens up a metaphorical can of worms. I think for me, I think this might just be a separate entity entity. Just because, you know, of of sort of the inconsistencies like the purple boots and stuff like that. But I can see the argument that, you know, it's it, it's a it's a multiple universe sort of deal. Like him right. going into the the time worm is him quite literally setting reset instead of maybe, you know, like a network decision, like, oh well we want a fresh design for him, stuff like that. But it's definitely different this time around. He is he's still he's still the blonde protagonist of the show, but he's always set out to be said hero. He's promoted really high in the Infinity Guard. He gets his own ship to carry out like an exploration mission. As opposed to what he is in the show, he's a lowlife who got sent to prison. But we'll cover that later. Yeah, and now, like, I'm thinking about that as, like, oh, you know what? Like, that that story beat from the pilot is kind of transposed onto his dad instead. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and now, like, Gary is, you know, the lowlife, you know, nothing on the run meets a beautiful lady, tries to impress her, and pisses off the... literally everyone in the galaxy. <laughs> How do you piss off a whole government, destroy 97 Imperium cruisers in a small Mexican restaurant? Sorry, Guadalupe. I think that's the line. Yep, that's the line. What I really loved about this is just knowing that like he's he's kind of brought his friends along for the ride and sort of it's you know like a whole like uh rising tide you know will bring all ships sort of deal whatever that expression is because like this had jake this had cody this had thomas it had mitchell 
unfortunately, Mitchell is not yet in the uh, the final series. But um, Olin, I expect you to pull some strings for that one. Hey, I mean, he got Cody on, and now they're now he's riding high, doing the whole voice acting thing. I know, and and that's what I'm saying is like, Jake did you know the the music for this pilot. He did the music for season one. Thomas was part of this, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And he's still a consultant of the show. Yeah, still a consultant for the show. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just fell in love with this. And that's why we're here, is that we're discussing Final Space on Terracon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we'll get better with this, I swear. <laughs> When we get to, like, the actual episode story beats. Don't worry, loyal listeners. We'll get better at this. But for now, you're going to have to endure the the awkwardness that is um, two internet strangers making a podcast. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Ooh, that was almost Kevin-like. Wee. Ooh. <laughs> you almost got it. We are so stuck right now. Oh my god. I can't do voices. <laughs> yes. That's the content you all came for, didn't you? <laughs> okay, humor. I definitely just oh, from Gary Space to this. Like actually having what seemed to be like a professional writing team or at least a more formalized script um much improved loved it loved every minute of it i i love olin's delivery with his lines um i still think he does a bit of repetition especially during when uh they're all stuck in you know the pink gelatinous goo um whatever that is but i i think it works this time around in the sense that it's not just the same word over and over again. It's the same sort of idea over and over again with him just sort of yelling, you know, like, oh, are we stuck right now? I was curious. You know, I, I, I maybe thought we were stuck right now, but, you know, I wasn't for sure, you know. But, oh, okay, we're stuck right now. Like, that's definitely I, – I find that more funny. It's just like, you know, sort of like beating someone over the head, just like, oh, really? You think we're stuck right now? And, and – and, to have that transition into like the 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 final show for the most part mm-hmm. and i think that's definitely like his 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 flavor of humor like that's what really sort of like has stuck with me and uh influenced my own sense of humor is that like yeah you know if you do sort of put a spin you know, you know, tweak something a little different every time. You can still find humor in what you're saying. Oh yeah, Mooncake, Mooncake, his design is the is is no, official. No, the dreadlocks are gone. I, for one, am happy that the dreadlocks are gone. I find nah, he he does look a lot more professional. Yeah, now. I find the Mooncake in Gary's space to be horrifying, whereas the Moon space Moon space in Gary cake Moon space. And Gary cake <laughs> the 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 mooncake in final space a lot more lovable he's more approachable you know you could go up to that 
alien and say chuckity pock and uh you know have a decent conversation <laughs> you know take him out to dinner you know a nice steak dinner <laughs> what the fuck am i saying you're taking mooncake out on a date man i'm taking mooncake out on a date <laughs> i think you'd like that that'd be pretty nice yeah you know i you know it's just two species hanging out getting a steak dinner <laughs> Thank you all for listening to episode zero, the pilot of Terracon Primetime. My name was Jeremy. My name's Josh. And we hope you all will listen into future episodes of Terracon Primetime. But for now, you can follow us at our uh, social medias and find us on the Final Space Discord. We're going to be reviewing every episode of Final Space and continue on after that. Um, and we hope you all will join us for the ride. Josh, do you have anything else to contribute? I'm hungry. Do you want a Pez?